Hi, this is Deborah Holchip, editor of Michigan Today. I bring you this episode of Listen in Michigan from my closet at my house. Well, you know, working from home and all that. My guest in this episode is Lisa B., co-owner of Sweetwater's Coffee and Tea, founded in Ann Arbor in 1993. Lisa and her husband, business partner, Wei, met as LSA students. They both graduated in 1990. And I was inspired to interview Lisa after meeting the bees outside the renovated Michigan Union just a few days before it opened to the public. When they told me they owned Sweetwaters, which ousted Starbucks in the new union, I was super excited. Local alumni entrepreneurs who just opened a business in their own student union. Well, that was March 1st when Lisa and I talked both of us blissfully unaware of the pandemic about to slam us into this bizarre state we're now all in. The date I had intended to publish this little lighthearted profile about a thriving family business landed right around the date the world shut down. It would have been totally weird to hear about the company's growth with franchises from Tennessee to Texas, the new coffees Lisa was bringing in from China, the low-sugar snack items she's always favored. It's an odd experience to hear how jolly and lighthearted we were. We spoke again on the phone from lockdown, which you'll hear at the end. Anyway, I just wanted to give you a heads up. You are about to enter a pastime where you could open the door to a bustling coffee shop, inhale the heady aromas, shout over the grinders, and stand back from the steamers. You could hang with your friends, chat with the owner of Sweetwaters, and dig your ginger lemon tea in the company of others. So why don't you go brew a cup, close your eyes, and here's Lisa. We have a group of people that we call the Breakfast Club that Mm -hmm. come in every single morning and for about 27 years. Wow, that's amazing. (laughs) And um, most of our morning guests are coming in almost every day. So that that is really their ritual. They have found friends with other guests in the store as well as getting to know our staff and uh, they become connected to certain products and that's all they order every single time. It's just how they wake up in the morning, how they start their day. What about you? I mean, do you have rituals around your coffee and tea preparation experiences? Wow. (laughs) Well, you know, we try not to make coffee and tea at home because we have this beautiful, (laughs) all these different stores that we can go to. And my husband is the big coffee drinker. And yeah, he definitely loves to, you know, brew his own coffee or if he's going to the cafe, his favorite drink is the Dragon Eye. That's uh, house coffee with a little bit of sweetened condensed milk. And that wasn't always on the menu. It was, it was something that he every morning would drink. Oh. And I finally asked him, I'm like, what are you drinking? And I tried it and I was like, wow, this is really good. Let's put it on the menu. And that's how it came on there. That's great. It was his ritual. Um, I really love the warmth of all the people in the cafe and um, seeing how the cafe has become a part of everyone's life. Mm-hmm. So if you sit there throughout the day, you know, obviously you see the people who are, that's their habit. They come mm-hmm. in every single morning. And then you have the people that come midday that are just like really tired from up. work. <laughs> yeah, they just need, yeah, they yes. need some energy. And then right after school, you see the kids that are super excited to come in and get a milkshake. And then, of course, uh, nighttime is usually the people who are like trying to, you know, study and mm-hmm. work. Just kind of seeing that mix of people. And, um, and there are a lot of people throughout the day that know each other. It becomes like a community gathering mm-hmm. place. And so that is really nice. I've obviously gotten to know a lot of our guests Mm -hmm. and um, I just love to see them. Well, when you guys uh, decided to start your business, 
what drove you to coffee and tea? Well, we were in our early to mid-20s when we started, so right after college. And um, our background, we grew up in restaurants. So that's so interesting that both of you grew up in restaurant business. So you're from Ohio, right? I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, mm-hmm. yes. And my uh, husband grew up in Saginaw, Michigan. Oh, okay. Full-scale restaurant just didn't appeal to us. It was a lot of work, a lot of capital. As we were finishing up college, coffee houses were definitely places that mm-hmm. we ended up uh, frequenting, study, just to meet friends. And as we looked around, we said, you know, this would be really fun because I, we'd be working with people that were our age. And, you know, it's coffee and tea. You know, and we realized that uh, the types of teas that people were generally exposed to uh, were very limited compared to the types of teas that we were exposed to mm-hmm. growing up. We're both Asian, so that, that tea culture is uh, really strong for us. And then even coffees, I would say that there certainly we have a lot of coffees on our menu that are Asian inspired. And so we just wanted to, you know, be able to offer more than what was being offered currently. And it, it allowed us a lot of creativity, mm-hmm. which was really fun. Uh, where does that name come from? Sweetwaters? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. We were looking at, okay, what is, you know, what do all the products have in common? So we talked about water. Mm-hmm. And what's a nice adjective? So Sweetwaters kind of came about very simply like that. But really the name also, we wanted it to translate in Chinese, um, also to sound really nice. Mm-hmm. And my Chinese is, is pretty bad compared to my husband's, so I, I will say it. But in Chinese, it's Tian Shui. And also the way it's written, it also looks very nice. A lot of people ask about our logo. It's a round red chop, and the red uh, chops are typically what you see at the bottom of Asian paintings. Okay. And a lot of times they're square or rectangular or round, and they're the artist's signature Uh um, that's carved into a stone. Well, when, right before we opened, uh, Wei's, my husband, Wei, his parents uh, were going to China, and they asked us, do you want anything? And oh, we said, perfect. can you go get a chop carved with sweet waters in it? That's so cool. And, you know, the way you write sweet waters in um, Chinese calligraphy today is not the way it's written in our logo, because they went to somebody that was some random person outside <laughs> of the hotel and that person decided to use ancient pictograph uh, lettering. So it's it, so the bottom part are three waves. So it looks like uh, water, and that's mm-hmm. what it you know that's how they used to write water, but that's not how they write it today. Okay. So it's sweet and waters. It's one character on top and water on the bottom, and. Uh, we have no idea who came up with our logo. <laughs> Some random person in China. <laughs> so Thanks, Mom. Yeah, Thanks, Dad. Exactly. What about like working with your husband and stuff? Like how has that been? You've you know, oh. you've been partners <laughs> for a long time and I, I just saw my parents work together mm-hmm. and it just didn't that was just the norm for mm-hmm. us. Okay. In the early days it was a lot more where we were constantly working together. Yeah. And now the business has grown so much that uh, surprisingly, we actually don't see each other as much because he works in a different part of the business. Mm-hmm. I mean, who can you trust more other yeah, than your that's spouse? True. That's good. You would <laughs> so, hope, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And even our, you know, our kids have all worked in business. Mm-hmm. They're not working in it now, but um, when they did, also it was great. You yeah, know, we got gave them a jump start. We trusted them as well. Mm-hmm. You know, family-owned businesses. I really can't think of. Uh, 
anything different that I'd want. You know, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, and then, you know, you're having this opportunity to, like, your family business brings joy to people. I mean, that's nice. And you're sort of, you were noting at the beginning of our conversation about how you know so many of the customers now or your guests, as we call them, like, like you're constantly throwing a party almost. I mean, yeah, it's it's so much fun. I mean, we have guests that come in that ask about our kids, mm-hmm. you know, or just, you know, or even we have guests that we've known since their kids were little oh. and now they're grown and married, <laughs> which makes us feel very, very old. I remember we went out to San Francisco one time and this girl came running up to us <laughs> saying hi. We were kind of looking at her and we're like, oh my gosh, this is that little girl that used to sit there Isn't with so her feet couldn't reach the, the floor. So obviously you love people. <laughs> love being connected to people. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, it's just, you know, it, it makes every day is different. You know, every time we go into a store, uh, into one of our stores, it's seeing different people, you know, with opening the new store here in mm-hmm. the Union. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. That's my whole story. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost forgot my that's lead. Okay. <laughs> Talk about burying the lead. It's such a cute shop, and it's in that beautiful oh spot. It's I mean, so you amazing. scored. We, it's, it's, yeah, we just... Sometimes Wayne and I have to pinch ourselves, certainly in the beginning, like to think that we were students here, sitting in here, and now thinking it's like we have a business there. It's amazing. And in the renovated union right by the atrium, I, I we couldn't pick a better spot. Downtown's a lot of business people, our Westgate libraries, a lot of families. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have students that come downtown, but... There's nothing like being right in the center of where all the students are. I just do love the thought of you guys studying in there, and now, you know, you close your eyes. It's like time travel. It, it's it's really strange. I mean, it was strange. We had our, our two older sons come down, too, for the opening, and they, we took a bunch of pictures there. I think it was just as strange for them, too, to, to now just be part of the businesses in there. Um, they love it as well. One of the states that we're most prevalent in outside of Michigan is Texas mm-hmm. and also in uh, New York and New Jersey. And maybe I should whisper this, but we're also in Ohio. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. Just make sure all the cups are blue and gold. <laughs> be fun. <laughs> so lots of different places. Cool. Very cool. Bring a little Ann Arbor spirit to the rest of the universe. Exactly. We have a lot of uh, people that have that nostalgia. I mean, since, since we've been around for so long, um, tons of students have come here and then moved to oh, different places. Yeah. And you know, I occasionally we get emails. Oh my God, I can't believe there's a Sweetwaters in Iowa. You know, mm-hmm. you know, we're so happy we can get our ginger lemon tea, <laughs> or you know, wherever it is, have a little piece of your college, you know, life back to where you are. You know, be able to enjoy the drinks that you enjoyed, mm-hmm. and, and the atmosphere is similar. The service is the same. You know, that's what we look to bring is some, mm-hmm. some nostalgia of Ann Arbor, of oh, the University that. of Michigan, <laughs> of Sweetwaters. So what was your favorite spot when you were a student here? Well, I don't know. Do you remember Drake's? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> everybody loves Drake's. <laughs> I love getting grilled cheese and tomato soup there. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the croissant shop on North University? That I do not remember. Yeah, so they used to bake fresh croissants every day, and that would be my treat mm-hmm. after 
I think, Chinese class. <laughs> so, Well, I think it's interesting that the two places that you used to hang out were both like, you know, bakery type places. That <laughs> yeah. makes sense. It's like candy. A... <laughs> you know, it's good. You've got a place that you like to be now. I mean, that's like the ideal situation. Yeah. Start a business that, you know, feeds your soul, which yeah. it sounds like you really have done. Yeah. So we do. We do get to occasionally get to enjoy our own business. So. <laughs> okay, we're not done yet. Can you see how congenial and lovely Lisa is? She's a people person, to be sure. So I was a little worried about her, frankly, being in lockdown, missing her regulars. I gave her a quick call to bring the story up to date. And man, how quickly things change. You know, it's weird to walk into our stores. We have shields up. We have markings on the floor. I kind of hope it's not the new normal, but we'll see. I think it'll take some time for people to adjust once everything opens up again. But I, I would like to see our stores look the same as uh, before we close. I do go to the store, the store that we have that's still open. And when I see the guests come in, what's been really nice is they're really thankful and happy that we are open because it's mm -hmm. a, a way to kind of get away, kind of escape, you know, <laughs> come in and get a treat, be able to go out and enjoy and walk around. And then, of course, just generally keeping an eye on what's happening in the news, what's happening with the governor's announcements. Um, making sure that we still stay involved in the community to provide beverages for frontline employees. We've donated to the U of M hospital staff. Mm -hmm. And when the governor um, allowed stores to become quote unquote pantries, we've had some pantry items for sale, like alternative dairy milk, oat milk, soy milk, uh, almond milk and people have been buying that or we do have toilet paper and paper towels you know very limited like just like about six or seven items that people would just need and so kind of like the corner store so it's been uh interesting to see all the different ways to provide services and products that we never really had to think about this whole crisis changed some of the project schedules that we had. So we had a, a mobile app that we were working on that was a, going to be launched until maybe June. But because of this, we launched it uh, much earlier than expected. Mm -hmm. And okay. um, we added a piece to the mobile app because so many people want to donate and help the community, which is really nice. So there's mm -hmm. a section on our mobile app and you can donate towards a uh, catering tray or beverage catering for frontline staff. So we kind of collect all those funds and then we put something together and then we go deliver it to the hospital or, you know, wherever. It's been a really nice way to see the community kind of come together, not only to support us, but to support all the healthcare workers and frontline staff that are out there supporting uh, the whole community. And it's really nice to see. And, and then we've had hospital staff come into the cafe because, you know, there's not very many places that are open. Hey, and have you, had, have you heard from or seen any of your breakfast club people? How are they doing? Uh, <laughs> we've seen them. Uh, yeah, we have. I was surprised because they're so entrenched in coming in and sitting down and having that conversation. We thought, mm -hmm. you know, once the dining area was closed, we wouldn't see them anymore. 
Um, but no, they still come in and uh, not as often, but they still come <laughs> in and it's still part of their morning routine. It's uh, been really lovely to see them and uh, we, we wouldn't be where we are without them. Well, if nothing else, we certainly are learning a lot of life lessons these days. And one thing that makes these hard times a little easier is definitely a good cup of coffee. Okay, I may have to take a little break until we get back into an actual studio to make a decent sounding product, so keep an eye on this space for other podcasts produced by my friends at the University of Michigan. Hopefully I'll be back with you soon. Until then, everyone stay safe, listen to the scientists, and as always, go blue.